That's Tuck, great. have you ever uh, pooped your pants on stage? Uh, that has not happened yet. Yeah. I, yeah. So here's a what if. It's like the it's the biggest gig you've ever done. Mm-hmm. You're you're actually playing with John Mayer. Okay. 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 You have uncontrollable <laughs> diarrhea. Oh okay? my god. Yeah. Middle of the song. Do you leave the stage to relieve yourself to save face? I think or do you just let it go? You know what, man? I don't know. That is a very complex that sounds very emotionally complex. What would you do, Chase? Uh, Same thing. Same speaking thing. of a person who has pooped their pants on stage. You pooped your pants oh on stage? God. Yeah. Please. I'll, please. Ador- I didn't know this could actually happen. Adorn us with this story, please. Um, All right. Well, <clears throat> I will be honest with everybody. I do feel feel like I got to get my energy up. Got to get it up. But it's going to be good. It's going to be great podcast. It's going to be great, man. <clears throat> I have total faith in you. Thank you, You're Tuck. You're very talented. Thank you, Tuck. <laughs> my eyes, you know how you get those squinty eyes in the morning? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I feel. That's my eyeballs right are right now. I'm like, but I believe by the end of it, I'll be. Yeah. Get through that coffee a little more. Yep. It'll be good. Okay. So... Got to do a little little housekeeping real quick. Okay. Just excuse me do for it. a couple minutes. I'll buy it, try and be quick. Let's see here. All right, guys. Once again, let, let's subscribe, like, and comment. I We need to pick it up. We need more. Um, Last night, I did have a low point for some reason. I, for the last... Five episodes, I've been feeling very motivated. Let's get this going. And then, um, but I'm well aware that I need to put in a year or two to actually uh, see any results. But last night I was like, what am I doing? How long is this going to take? Yeah. And you came off of the one to two years in your mind. (laughs) Yeah. I'm already, I feel like I've been (laughs) doing this for a year now (laughs) at this point. I am on my sixth episode (laughs) and man, I am worn (laughs) out. Are you burning really? out, Chase? <laughs> and the thing is, like, I remember watching podcast videos, and they were like, "It's gonna hit you. You're gonna hit that podcast burnout." And I was like, "Never. I'm gonna <laughs> never, do this. man." But um, yeah, I'm burnt out. So I need, I need comments. I need likes. I need motivation. You got to get that dopamine hit, bro. Yeah. And my friend Scott, Scott Hall, who we know and love, contacted me the other day and gave me some. We talked for 30 minutes and encouraged me and said I was doing great. And I hung on that last night. I was like, I can do it. Yeah, man. Anyways, we're here. Give me the motivation to keep doing it. All right. So to incentivize you to uh, comment, like, and do all that, uh, we got our positive and negative feedback comments and where I read off any, literally any comment that is posted. All right. New YouTube subscriber alert. Whoop. All right, we got Joanna. Jared, I'm so sorry, but can you tell me your last name? Sherman. Sherman. Joanna Sherman. Sort of. 
Who is? Is it, is it, is it Sherman or? Yeah. Well, it's Schurman. Oh, okay. German. If you're, if you're, is it German? If you're German, yeah, it's yeah. like Austrian. Uh, but since we're in the South and everybody knows people that burnt their way to Savannah, <laughs> we just say Sherman. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I get it. Got yeah, it. I get got it. it. So we're not Confederate people, but. <laughs> kind of. When yeah, in okay. Rome. <laughs> well, now I know I can call you yeah, Jared Sherman Schur- if I want. Yeah. Or Schurman. And Schurman. I'll probably. I'll probably perk up a little faster. Okay. All right. Anyways, Joanna Sherman, who is Jared's wife, uh, and Gregory Y. Um, okay. So, Joanna, thank you for the subscription. Thank you so much. Gregory, thank you for the subscription. Gregory Gregory went above and beyond and said, he also commented on the Last Strokes video. He said, great job on me and Garrick's cover. Actually, he just said, great job. Okay, the rest was my notes. Um, he said, <laughs> the rest was in your head, man. Yeah, he said, uh, oh, and then I told him, check out my podcast if you like the cover. And then he did like that comment. So, Gregory, I hope you actually listened to the podcast. If you didn't, there is forgiveness. Um, but I swear in my life, you better have listened to that podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, new comment alert on YouTube. We got another one. A guy named Jared. Um, do you guys know a guy named Jared? Right. Possibly. Yeah. I don't. I actually. I don't know who like this the guy. Subway can't place guy it. or like the jeweler. I no 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 no. I think you're right. The first time. I, I think, think it's the subway, subway guy. guy. Yeah. Jared from jail. The subway guy wrote. Um, Elon Musk sent me here, which I replied, doubt it. Um, okay, and then a little update about the last episode. It hasn't came out yet, but you'll see it. Um, me and Seth talked about a Luke Bradley that commented on one of my episodes, and I felt like I knew Luke Bradley for some reason, um, and I found out who it was. I was talking to my mom the other day, and she was like, did you see the comment that I posted on your uh, episode? And then I was like, no, I never saw it. And she was like, I think I, I changed my name to Luke.Bradley. <laughs> So, <laughs> I, the reason why it sounded familiar is because my mom, three weeks ago, when I was like, can you, like, leave a comment or something on there? She was like, I'll just change my name to, like, Luke Bradley or something. <laughs> oh, I see. So, so, your mom's, like, actively changing screen names <laughs> to, like, boost your confidence. I love it. Exactly. Only, like, only mom would do that. Yeah. Right? So, um I knew why I thought Luke Bradley sounded familiar, and now I now I know why because it's hey my guys. mom. Um, okay, and finally, this episode is brought to you by nobody because I couldn't think of a fake sponsor this week. So, um, yeah, yeah, actually, that's pretty convincing because we were watching the one last night, right? <laughs> and I'm like, he's already got a sponsor for this. <laughs> and we're watching. I'm like, oh, okay, I got it, but. anyways no ad today uh we are sponsored keep that in mind people do uh sponsor us but just no ad today got it okay all right so imagine epic music behind us okay my guest today is roaring like a lion and not because he played with daniel bastia but because he's like a literal lion did daniel bastia did he sing roaring like a lion yeah, okay, good. Okay. Yeah. He is alive and he he is alive, but he is a live and studio guitarist, audio engineer and music instructor. 
He is a bomb dad to a beautiful little girl. Girl. Two girls. Two girls. Dose. I knew that you were a dad, but I couldn't remember to whom. Uh, this guy right here has worked with Daniel Bastia, like I just said. Harvest, Jonathan and Melissa Helsler, John Waller, Wilkes, After Edmund, and others. He works for a nationally traveling corporate event band called The Free. Even though Jared got a fire haircut yesterday, we cannot even imagine having the head of hair that this guy has right here. (laughs) And we're... I literally can't imagine what I would do with myself. I can't imagine the amount of tension that I would get with that hair. Anyways, can, can Chase touch? Can t- Chase touch your hair? I, if if can I touch your hair, please? Yeah, man, you can touch it. Does yeah. can you describe? Can you describe? Hey, I mean, you want to be this podcast is like all inclusive. Yes, you know, you've already gone worldwide. Yes, but yeah, I am but for worldwide. Like yeah, visually impaired listeners, they uh-huh. need to. I think we needed like a description of. We do have a lot of blind listeners. I know that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Think. So I think you need to describe what you just felt when you were okay. Had your hand through the locks. Let me. Um, let me finish this intro real quick and then we'll talk about the hair. Tucker, I'm honored that you're here. Oh, man. Thank you for being here. Thank you for doing this. Absolutely. Thanks man. for doing the cover. I'll talk to you. Uh, so I'm all over the place. Jared, I'll talk to you afterwards. I'll mention you afterwards. Right now, it's about Tucker. It's the great Tucker Richmond. Oh, Thanks again, Tuck, for being here. By my side, we got Jared Sherman. And uh, Jared's sitting in today uh, with a really crappy mic right now. I got this crappy mic. But I think it's Audio-Technica, top of the line, $40 mic. It's all you need. And um, soon, though, we're getting that Sure SM7B mm. coming in hot. So don't, hot. don't you guys You worry. might develop an attachment to that one, though. When it comes, you'll be like, uh, no, Yeah, I think I'm you good, will man. be sad. I mean, it's good. pretty epic. <laughs> Gotta be honest. Okay. So let's see here. Okay. Before we get into this thing, Tuck, yes. um, since we are talking about your hair, yeah. Um, can you tell everybody what your hair care routine is? Uh, my hair care routine is the least amount of work I can get by with. Mm. Um, my wife is trying, well, this is actually a a topic right now. I'm debating cutting my hair. Whoa. And I don't. Breaking news, news, everybody. You know, usually there comes a point in life where you just try something different. And I've had hair. That just keeps growing for a long time. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm currently at. So I'm on the fence. Mm-hmm. Anyways, though, I basically put some curl cream in there while it's wet. Let it air dry. That's usually it. I'm so trying, I'm trying some hairspray out, mm-hmm. actually. Because my wife keeps telling me that's not really enough to actually make it look good. And I'm, I'm starting. I'm starting to agree with that. Mm. So. Well, your wife that's is a wrong. Nutshell. Your hair looks great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry. But uh, like, sorry, but for man. like, but <laughs> for the, the affirmation I needed right here, <laughs> but for the fans, like if you're going to cut it, do you think you're going to give everybody the option on social media? Like oh, here's man. haircut, ABC, you vote for the best. Oh, dang. Like an American idol kind of That's thing. That's a good idea. I like, don't know. Maybe, maybe I should. Like, I think you could break a lot of hearts if you got the wrong haircut. Yeah. I could. Like, I know I'd be upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's one of our yeah. questions from Instagram. <laughs> it does take bravery. One of our questions from Instagram, which okay. is at the end of the episode is, um, Miles, our friend, Miles Chatham, who is at Miles Chatham. Great friend. Asks, would you cut your hair for $250 right now? Uh, yes, I would. Cause okay. I am, uh, considering paying to cut my hair. <laughs> so I would definitely... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think that would make it even more enticing. Well, yeah, uh, the what, haircut does come out of that two fifty, though. So realistically, you're getting yeah, two. 10. But like, at what number? At what number would you let Miles cut your hair? Oh, that that would be. I don't know. That's gonna be like seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, wow! Okay. Careful. If you put a number on it, I feel like crowdsourcing happening. <laughs> I mean, it might. We wow, might, that would we be might good. Pull together, and then we do an episode two, and then we shave, we shave his head, head live, <clears throat> and then we just give you the two grand or whatever they raise. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. So yeah. these are things to consider for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll think about it. Okay. Um. All right. Oh, my last question was: How long does it does it take to curl curl your hair in the morning? Curl it? Yeah. Uh, I do not curl it. That is that really news? That's news. No, and that I, was actually a, a joke question. Oh, okay, I, I okay, don't okay. curl it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, all like, right. You should have said how long does the perm last? <laughs> that would have been a better one. Yeah. yeah, I have I have been asked if I had a perm. Oh, really? It just was no. that an offensive question? No, definitely not offensive. <laughs> but yep, the answer is no. That would be way. strange if you did get a perm. Honestly, yeah, yeah. All right. <clears throat> little backstory about us little trio right here. Recently, since COVID, we've been spending a lot more time together at a church in Alpharetta, uh, playing together, locking in. And um, recently, we're in the green room talking about worship fails, just laughing about it. And um, we go out 10 minutes later and perform an epic worship fail. Yeah, like it was so epic. Yeah, and what we're going to do right now is we're just going to open up the podcast by just watching this guy, and then we'll just dissect it. If that's okay with so you guys, that way, if if they don't pick it for worship fails, at least you know it will have made friends in low places. Exactly. Yes. You know, that's- which is which is bigger, arguably, than uh, worship fails, but. And then Tucker's looking at me like, (laughs) (laughs) I think. Then then I proceed here to, uh, oh yeah, we're good, man, we're good. I think one of my favorite. Nothing happened. Oh my god, I got two of them going right now. (laughs) (laughs) We got two at once. Got a worship fail, playback fail. (laughs) Okay, I think my favorite part about that Tuck is that you, uh, when you were ending, you look back like, okay, what is going on? And then you do a little bend on your guitar like a smooth. <laughs> yeah. And you're yeah, just like, but then you just act like nothing. Up. You act like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. did a great job oh, of, of playing pro, it off. That's a pro yeah. thing. At least the camera wasn't on Chase's face because Chase was 
You, I was looking around you were lost, terror. bro. You were lost. I was lost, but okay. I was I was more upset with the situation. I was just like, what just happened? Yeah. I was like, yeah. that was a big <laughs> yeah. failure. In the moment, that is when the, the drummer feels a lot of burden on their heart. When you, felt know, you felt responsible, didn't you? Um uh yeah. And and even if I didn't feel like completely responsible, I just know like perception wise. Yes. I I messed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the drums are just so prevalent as far as any hiccup. Yes. Oh yeah. That it's like, oh, that yeah. is a Do you think it would have been worse? Well, what's worse? You you crash out and you die out in a place you're not supposed to or you crash out a place where you're not supposed to and then you start playing again or at a different dynamic and everyone knows oh he he messed up but he's trying to recover what would you Uh, rather do that's a good question um man that's tough i think it might be i think i might rather fizzle out because let's say i like really commit maybe i didn't even trash can but i just did a big hit i think if I would have just stuck to that, then then you guys would have been like, Ooh, and then brought yeah. it down because you're like, he ain't coming back up. Yeah. yeah. But there is a weird thing. I think if like you're if you've already done like two big courses, and then for whatever reason, I'm still thinking that we're still going. Yeah. And the drummer just keeps going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's down. Yeah. And then oh, you still yeah. keep going, and then <laughs> you have to bring it down. Yep. Oh yeah. See, I think then, I think this is an interesting one because. Um, I think that we think what happened was kind of like worst case scenario, you know, being the ones playing the song. But I do think that like a general, like general people listening to the music are probably less aware of this scenario than they would be if you just decided you're out and then Andy is just going for it. Oh, yeah. I kind of feel like that is when people are going to be looking around going, why does this song sound really weird True. right now? But just True. depending on how well everyone follows your lead, you know. Yeah, I mean? that makes sense. Especially if there were like tracks going. If there were yeah. tracks that, that were just like banging through, like yeah. big synth chords, and then there's no drums, you'd be like, "What is? Yeah, that is like, true. What is happening? Yeah, that's a big, that's a big. Mess what up. is happening? All right, that so was an epic moment. We um, we worship failed, and then we had we we got a buddy Drew that actually sent it to the guy, but we'll see, we'll see if it uh. If it sticks. Come on, Daniel Stevenson. Come on, Daniel. Come on. Who is Daniel Stevenson? He I, I think I got that name right, but he is the guy who runs the Worship Vales account. Cool. If not, if Spon- I got that name. Sponsored by? Daniel. Yeah. Daniel. We are sponsored by <laughs> Worship Fails. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Stevenson. I'll take it. At least that segment was sponsored by. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel, for reaching out and sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much. Okay. <laughs> There's there's our ad for this week. Okay. Um Okay, okay. Uh Tuck, I just want to um ask you real quick. Um I'm curious how you kind of got started with guitar and yes. then um if there were any like pivotal points to where you're like, oh, if this thing wouldn't have happened, mm-hmm. then yeah. I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. Basically, my uncles played and I played like I took a year of piano lessons. I played trumpet in uh-huh. middle school for like two years, middle school band, maybe elementary school band, actually. And I had like this kind of interest in music, but I didn't really, you know, I, I wasn't that 
serious about it, I guess. But so my uncles played guitar. I kind of thought actually that I wanted to play drums. I had this mm. idea of like, I think I like the idea of playing drums. Yeah. But my my parents were like, no chance. Way too loud. Mm-hmm. Not happening. <laughs> yeah. I guess I didn't I, I didn't really stick with it. So anyways, my uncles played guitar and they had guitars sitting around. So one summer we were we were out there spending time with family and I just started screwing around with it and realized that I kind of liked it. At the time, I actually was fooling around with it left-handed because I'm actually left-handed. Whoa. So that's a weird thing because if we've been friends, you've seen me go like this. I air guitar left-handed, but I don't play left-handed. I don't, maybe I should have played left-handed. I don't know. But anyway, so I started noodling around on a guitar left-handed and then I realized, well, okay, I think I want to learn this. And my parents were like, you should try learning right-handed because it's just more practical, more guitars available. Interesting. You know what I mean? You can pick up, you know, it's, for this reason or another. Yeah. But anyway, so I uh, picked it up, and then that um, that year was seventh grade. I met a guy, another kind of like shy, kind of nerdy guy, which kind of yeah. is how I was, I guess. And uh, he was interested in music. He wanted to learn how to play drums. So we both picked up drums and guitar together, and we're like, let's start a band. So That's we just cool. started trying to learn punk rock songs and stuff like that. And uh, stuck with it, got more and more into it, and... Um, what was your first like um like paid gig that you had? Uh I think I think honestly it was uh cuz I did I did like the uh the worship band. I went to a Christian high school. So I did the worship band and the guy who ran the ran the team there, he uh you know did some stuff at a church as well and he needed a guitarist and and uh he asked me to come play and I was like, "Oh, sure, yeah." You know, like I'm playing somewhere different. And I yeah. remember I brought my giant like 410 amp like and I, and I was I just but afterwards he handed me a check for fifty bucks and I was what? like why what are you doing why <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty surprised I was not preparing to be compensated yeah. which was cool yeah and I was like this is fun that's a weird <laughs> that's a weird feeling right yeah it was, it was cool I I literally did not even the thought didn't even cross my yeah. mind I just thought I'm just playing music you know, I know. At, at this church and that's the asked me too. yeah I feel like when you first start out that's how it feels you're like I'm just doing this for fun and yeah. then the second somebody's like I'll pay you a hundred bucks you're like yeah. what yeah. yeah are you serious I can get paid for this that was the that was the first one that I remember and then um. Did you just start playing at different churches and then getting different connections and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, So when we started, you know, uh, when I started like jamming with my buddy, after a few years, we just got more and more into the idea of like starting a band. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I like started a band with him and then I had like a metal phase. I was really into like metal and wanted to be good at metal music. And I, I don't know if I really got that good, but it was an interest for a while. So we started like a metal band. Uh, I think that was the first band. Now that I think about it, um, mm. it's kind of funny to think that it was a metal band. Do you know what the name of that band was? It was called um, The Surrender. Ooh, I think The Sur- I don't even remember the name of it. Actually, I'm trying to remember now. I, I'm pretty sure it's called The Surrender. We had a three song EP. Yeah. And uh, so we did that, and that didn't last too long. I kind of realized I was telling you this the other day. I was like, I don't. I either need to practice a lot more at metal. Or I need to just kind of pick a different approach. Yeah. So basically got into like doing bands and stuff with friends. Um, and that uh, were you were you doing churches too at the time? Not at the time. Um I started with that. Um and uh well actually I take about it at like sixteen, I think when I was sixteen, uh there was like a, a church in the Kennesaw area that had yeah. like a really good 
worship team, like uh, a few guys. Mm-hmm. I think Nathan Bedingfield, if any of y'all know him, he was. So I went like to this church and listened to this worship band play, and I'm like, these guys are like really good, actually. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I was like, this could be cool. And then I heard they had auditions, so I basically auditioned for that, and I got on that team. And then that kind of got me interested in doing that, and led to like doing uh, church stuff around town and stuff nice. like that. So that's nice. Nice. So probably at like 16 or so, 16, 17. As far as where you are now, was there a point from 16 to now to where you had some cool gigs pop up and you're like, oh, I freaking made it right now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. That is an interesting idea. I still don't, I don't know if you ever feel like you've made it. I mean, I guess I'm that, that would, maybe I should talk to someone who is by a lot of people's standards made it and see what they think. I know what you mean, but the reason why I ask that is because I feel like as musicians, we always get like a little hit. We always get that little gig, and we're like, yeah. Yeah, "I freaking yeah. made it!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then a couple months, a year, two years down the road, you're like, "I did not make yeah. it," <laughs> you know, or the yeah. next day, and yeah. Then, and, then, and then COVID, and you're like, "Why is everything that I do not happening? Yeah. Nothing is happening. Yeah. How do I like? How do I continue to?" create music and whatnot, i know <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like well daniel moved to town he was living in alabama and he moved to town and, and got a job at uh-huh. riverstone church in yeah. Kansas. and i had mutual friends over there that i had you know done some camps and stuff like that with so when daniel moved to town he's if any of y'all any fans of the podcast know daniel you know he's a one-of-a-kind dude so anyways he moved to town and my friend uh brad willoughby was reached out to me. He was like, Hey, you got to meet this Daniel guy. He just got a job at the church. I think y'all would really click or whatever. So, uh, yeah. So anyways, I, I just came over. I, he introduced us and we just started playing together at the church and eventually kind of a spot opened up on his team. And, uh, you know, and that was a cool, that was a cool moment, you know, cause I, it was around that time he had a song, the song blew up and was it roaring like a lion? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I was spot on with that intro. Right yeah, on. You were spot okay. on, man. Okay, yeah. good. So from the little that I know, I mean, I I, I know about you. I, I just know that you around the Atlanta area, Tucker is very highly legend. Oh, yes, legendary yes. status. Oh man, for real. And Once yes. I cut my hair, though, it'll it'll all vanish. Be careful, like, man. It's like, man. It's like Samson and Delilah, man. <laughs> The, the secret to your power, bro, yeah. is in, in the locks. All of a sudden, I just suck, and then I'm going <laughs> to yeah. become a pilot or something. Uh, yeah. It all went downhill when he cut his hair, man. <laughs> I remember. I was there. But that would be cool if you did cut your hair and then became an awesome pilot. And then you're like, did you hear Tucker cut his hair? And now he's like... Oh, yeah. He's he's yeah. freaking... He's the top pilot at Delta right now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. He's actually killing it. It's and possible. like, what? Okay, so speaking about Daniel Bastia, I have to bring this up. I don't know okay. who you are, Daniel. I love you, but I have to talk about you, okay? He wouldn't mind. He's a really nice fella. I'm sure he is, and I'm I'm not trying to, to roast him. And keep in mind, guys, we can edit whatever I, I th- out. I think, though, just pause. I think any time that you move the mic like that. it that ne- bad? No, no, it needs a, it needs a segment. <laughs> like it needs it needs a lower third or something because you, something's about to go down whenever you when I, yeah whenever I do move that mic stand yeah you're right you, some there's like a little grab <laughs> there's some grab bag action that's about yeah to happen. you're right yeah. okay guys so Tucker I just need your help here again Daniel I don't really know you personally I love you um, I'm not trying but I am gonna roast you just just a little bit just a little bit okay because I was enough. looking fair enough. And I was, and all I need is an explanation here. Okay. <laughs> T- and tell me, guys, if 
I'm just going to go through about 50. Sorry, guys. I got a text. So I'm going to go about through about 50 photos. Okay, 50. 50. Okay. Maybe 60. But in okay. all of them, there's one thing in common. Okay? Got just it. tell me what that is. Yeah. Okay. And please don't say it yet until I get through all of them. Okay. I already know it, so I'll intentionally abstain. Yeah, please. But let me just go through these real quick. Okay. You see that, Jared? Okay. Here's another one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go through another one. Here's another one. Getting roasted. Okay. Everybody seen this? He's with Tori Kelly. Dang. It's awesome. Good for you, Daniel. I love you though. What is this? He's with he's with freaking uh Derek. What's yeah, his DK. name? DK Darren King. Darren King from, King. Uh, from Mute Math. Crazy, but what is that? <laughs> what are you doing? Okay, give me one second. One more. Let's do one more. What is this? I don't know who this guy. Who's this guy? Uh, I forget. Does he say there? Isn't he one? Scott Harrison? No, uh, that maybe. Dude, it, I think that dude's a pastor. Yeah, like a mega ministry or something. Yeah, we love you, Scott. What is this? Sneak- okay, sneakers. Finally, uh, if if people listening. Uh, Daniel Bastra's mouth is open uh, in about ninety percent of these photos. <laughs> what? Why is his mouth open I mean, in would, all of these photos? I would say probably more than ninety percent. Um, what is going on? Like I, even photos with family and his kids. It might be exuberance. I, I don't know. I think situation. he's just really amped about life in every one of those pictures. But no, I think I think he just decided at some point this is just how I'm going to smile in pictures because pretty much I and everyone who knows him I think has asked him. Bro, you're like, <laughs> and he still does it to this day. I think I haven't seen a recent picture of yeah. him, but he's either he's either looking hard or, you know, that's the smile. I don't know, man. All right, I guess I just, you'd have to ask him yourself. That was like you might a, you send him the podcast and ask. I think I will. And that was a. It was just like this weird phenomenon that I was like, let me just look at Daniel Bash real quick. You I lost some sleep over it for sure. I did, yeah. and I was like, why is his mouth open in every photo I see? <laughs> <laughs> but um daniel again i love you it was just a funny thing i had to point out i was very confused yeah i'll ask you in person very confused. yeah at some point um <clears throat> anyways uh you know it's a um it, it'll be a secret that i don't know if anybody will ever find out <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk about our cover edge of desire by john mayer mm-hmm. okay so I think this is the perfect song for us. Um, I heard you at one of our uh, Sunday morning gigs. I heard you just playing the song. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I started playing it. And I was like, oh, that feels good. That should be our next cover. Yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, so I'm excited for it. Um, Do you know where you were the first time you heard this song? Oh, man. I I think, honestly, I think I was just listening to the record, actually, yeah. like around, like the year it came out or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have a memory of driving down the street in front of a Kroger, actually. Mm, interesting. <laughs> that just popped into my head. <clears throat> but I remember like that opening track on the record. I was I was like, oh, it's a cool song. So I was just kind of flipping through yeah. tracks and I think I heard it. That's cool. Um, what a what a beautiful memory to have with that song, beside a Kroger. 
Sorry, that's the best I got. <laughs> I didn't. That's the no, best I my, got. My uh, my memory with that whole album, I I really got into Mayer in high school when I had my first girlfriend. So I was like killing John Mayer while I was in love for the first time, mm-hmm. and then I got my heart broken uh, two months into this beautiful relationship that she just uh, dumped me, and we went to prom and. I'm pretty sure she just used me for prom, and then after, and a month later, she just left me. She just needed like a good photo or Gone. something. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. I thought I'm it was real, but it wasn't. Is a one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's did more. You cry, did you were you crying to that afterward? Like, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, dreaming with a broken heart. Cried my eyes out to that one. Yeah, because yeah. she's gone. Gone. Can, can we get a shot? I mean, what's her name? Come on, let's. You're gonna trash folks. Let's. If we're going all out, hey, <laughs> hey, if you're listening to this, you shouldn't have messed with the man. You shouldn't have, look you should at me passed, now. Should have just look passed on prom. Look at me. Now. <laughs> Friends, look at all this places. Now. Are you upset? Are you sad? Dude, I think she's actually, you should call down. She's really going to find it, I think. <laughs> I think she's really going to watch it. I hope you do. I hope you find it. I hope you do watch hey, this. As a matter of fact, maybe you shouldn't calm her down. Okay, maybe. It's up to you, man. I'm I, it I might bleep her name out, but. You should. Yeah, I should? Yeah. Okay, I'll bleep your name out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> that was a good bleep. Okay, so you have yet to record your side. I've recorded yes. my end. Which it's, I'm sorry about that. Dude, please. Does that feel kind of annoying? Like when you get it done and you're waiting on like your guest to like, come on, man, finish. No, this what song. feels annoying I is got that podcast I, to make, man. No, what feels annoying is that I have so much of a lack of a schedule right now hmm. that um, I feel like quitting. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, I'm sorry, bro. You're you're really you're gonna no, be fine. I, when I get three or four weeks ahead, I'm gonna be like, huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, now I can breathe. Yeah. And go week by week, but not have this like crazy pressure around it. So if you miss a it's week, not annoying. just a random thought. I think all of your fans will still love you and still support you. If you just got to miss a week, I you're think right. It's be okay. Because at all, the same time, I'm not telling you to do that. But yeah, you're right. Because I think you're right. Because all my fans right now are my immediate family. So <laughs> I think that they will love me. Yeah. Whatever uh, YouTube name your mom changes yeah, it to. Luke Bradley. This week. Luke, Luke Bradley will Luke always Bradley. love me. It took me about two and a half hours to um, actually record this thing because I didn't realize how difficult it was to get that. Yeah, did Steve Jordan play on that one? I think I, he did. I think, think so. Jordan? It definitely sounds. I like I think Steve it was Jordan, Steve Jordan, but I know, man, that that subtlety, like I know, you're like he's playing a beat, whatever. But then you try to play, and you're like, why does it sound nothing like? I Steve know, <laughs> yeah. But I ended up getting it pretty dang close. And uh, yeah, you killed it. It'll work. Sounds really, really good. But I'm excited to see um, your part on it. It's going to be sick. Do you know what uh, gear or guitar that you're going to use to record this guy? I was, uh, I mean, I mostly play a Strat now. Um, so Strat is obviously the Mayor vibe, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Mayor plays an SG on this song. Interesting. Actually, I, I don't know that for sure, but I've seen him play it live. Little SG. backstory: the way the way that I learned the song, a student brought it in, 
and was like, hey, can we learn this? And I played it, and I'm like, oh, that's a little hard. <laughs> yeah. So, but it turns out 30 minutes was just enough time to pull up this live video and just really study it, and he was playing an SG. So since he's playing an SG, I was like, okay, I, put, I could play the strap, but I actually thought about playing a telly on it. I thought that might be, like, different, but yeah. I haven't decided yet. Uh, well, you'll find out. One of those two, and then... Yep. You'll find out, listeners. You'll you'll see when it comes out. The uh the sorry, Tuck. The SM7B is here. Okay, let's let's grab it. All right, let me. Uh, unless unless y'all want to keep rolling with. Next the, time uh, you see me, <laughs> I'll mean, have another mic. I don't know, Jared. It should really like it really real suits fun? you, man. Should we do yes. the real fun thing, like the snap thing? <laughs> like yeah. And oh oh, we're oh, back. Oh. <laughs> Look at Jared. Boom shakalaka. How did? <laughs> How did you get that SM7B? Oh my gosh! How did that get here? It's like a bad dream. Wow! What? It's guys, actually a good dream, guys. I was I was there and I was using an Audio Technica mic and it was, an Audio Technica mic. So scary. It's oh. Jared, I'm so sorry that you had that that dream. I mean, oh, oh God. <laughs> I got a spit. We are professional around here, though. Don't. Forget we do we do we do uh, costume changes and microphone changes exactly new show and we do have my iPhone 12 taped to a stand right now so <laughs> we're we're professional Let's around hope here hope that tape yeah. holds well you got a case it'll hold it's some nice scotch tape don't okay. worry good good we're waiting for a stand sponsor yeah uh, tripod sponsor Davison Jefferson what's his name Manfrotto no who's the uh, who's the worship fail guy. Oh, uh, oh, Daniel yeah. Daniel Stevenson. Daniel Stevenson, if you come got on a, through, baby, some stands. Okay. Um, marathon update. I have no updates. No updates at all. None. Have you been training or? Yeah, no, I mean, no more nipple butter. So, Mother's to be honest, I still have to do my twenty mile run, and the weekends have been rough because it's like. Do I want to be gone for three and a half hours? You know? Mm. So I've still been running, but I still haven't done that long run that I need to do. And I will do it. But um, like I said, it's like it just takes up an entire day. That's what it feels like. And then I'm freaking exhausted. What about a treadmill? Oh, my God. Multiple times a day. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could space it out, but I feel like a wiener spacing it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I feel accurate. like I didn't do it. Yeah, it's not accurate. And also, I've tried to run on a treadmill a long time, and that is hell on earth. Oh, I bet. It's like just seeing things when you run is way better than just sure. being there for hours, like just looking at a building <laughs> across the street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that seems bad. <clears throat> All right. That's the... Uh, that's the marathon update? That's sad, man. I know. It is sad. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling unmotivated about the marathon. I'm feeling unmotivated about the podcast, but I'll feel I'll feel better, you know. Yeah, you'll just you'll, going through a little. Yeah. A I little mean, dip. that is. I have had the thought a couple times. Man, Chase is trying to start this podcast, or not trying. You're doing it and Thank training you. for a marathon. That is a lot. That's a lot, man. It is a not lot. Not saying you're not capable. I totally believe in you. Yeah. But thank you. Think if at any point you're feeling like. Why am I doing so much? I think that's pretty normal too. Yeah. But I also think that's my inner uh wiener. You know what I mean? <laughs> just being like, You're, why are you doing so much? It's going you sound like uh it's backing in. It's like David Goggins. <laughs> your David Goggins is is I was in the talking pool. to you. Yes. Your inner so David Goggins is telling you you're a little wiener. 
Exactly. And I know that there is that David Goggins in me that's like, get up and just do it. But uh, he's fading out a little bit yeah, today. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. He'll, he'll be back, though. I just need to listen to him some more. I still need to I need to read the David Goggins book. Definitely. You would like I it. still want, I love David Goggins, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I need to read the book. It's really good. I do wonder sometimes, I'm like, because my friend read the book and he told me, like, David Goggins does admit that he has those same feelings that he, like, gets up and just stares at his shoes mm-hmm. instead of run. Mm-hmm. But then he basically mm-hmm. makes himself run. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Jared, I saw you took a poop when you first came in. Yeah. Did you use the bidet? No, I I wanted to. Um, That's intimidating, man. Uh, I, I saw it in there earlier. I'm like, oh my! I've That's never a been, lot of gear. I've never been. I've never been overseas. Uh, okay. Never been out of the country because that's kind of like where they're like super popular. Yeah. Right? Like I heard, like in Japan, France. Yeah. I don't know. I'm making crap bidet up right now. all day. Bidet. Yeah. Bidet all day. Yeah. Um, but it's very intriguing, right? Because you yeah. got. I mean, can you just walk us through like what the like what the process is like mm-hmm. i'm a newbie please okay like please do I've i'm only, at the, i'm at the bidet dealership yes you're you're the, the guy salesman. you come in like i'm walking in off the street you know that awkward thing when you're like looking for a car yep and you get out of your car and you're like oh god here they come <laughs> yeah <laughs> right okay yeah. vultures so There's, i just pulled i've just pulled in okay bidet dealership right. let me you're just say guy. that i'm not the best at uh skits or acting but okay let's try it okay you're the guy. um so just imagine bidets in all these parking spots. Okay. And I come out. And uh, I'm, like, I, I, I'm the guy. I like, I, I pull up, I'm looking yeah. for a bidet, but I, I'm, I'm kind of unsure. I just kind of want to like window shop, but you're going to come up and you're going to sell me on it. Okay. So like, okay. Uh, hey, uh, sir. Oh, how you doing? Uh, hey, um, good. Uh, good. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, I see you're, uh, I'm guessing that you're just looking for a, a new bidet today, huh? Uh, yeah. I'm kind of unsure. Um, well, got, you're not going to be unsure when I tell you about this bidet we got right here. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, this bidet is, um, it may look like a geriatric bidet that you would, that an old person would use. Okay, It yeah. isn't the most stylish. Okay. We do have some more stylish ones. Okay. Provided by Tushy, um, but they are a little bit more expensive. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm looking to spend, I mean, I, I don't know what's the range of price here that we're looking at for, I mean, it's a toilet seat, so... Yeah, as I far mean, as uh this this cheap looking one, yeah, but it'll still spray your bee hole fine. It'll clean okay. you up. Okay. Um, you're that looking, was like important to me is like, but like the temperature of the water. That's nope. what I'm really worried about. Oh, okay. Well, then we're gonna go towards the high end okay. a little bit more. If so you, you gotta spend a little bit more money if you yeah. want the temperature. So the only good. one that I am actually familiar with, I just started working here, is the geriatric toilet one okay. that is ice cold. <laughs> so, it's freezing. <laughs> yeah. So that's I, the only one that I'm familiar with, and that's the only one that I can tell you or so talk I, about. So I'm glad that I didn't attempt to use your bidet, like here um if well, i'm afraid don't of cold it water you try it first of all but if i but if i'm afraid of cold water like what if i have like b-hole cold water phobia <laughs> yeah this ain't the one for you then <laughs> yeah but okay so let me just describe the bidet yeah and um uh it's interesting it's just a little tube down okay. and you're wonder. i was wondering how is it going to spray at me Okay. Like it looks like it would just spray down, but you just slowly twist it and it goes. It's like directed literally right 
It's like perfectly it's like at like your b hole. You were inverted. Yeah, exactly. Yes, wow. yeah. I didn't get that reference honestly, but <laughs> no. Have you ever seen Top Gun? No, I never. Have. Oh man, all the oh, cool man. people on this thing will love that that quote. Oh, I thought you say they were gonna. We were we were inverted. You'll watch it later. You'll I thought it. you were gonna say that they left when I okay. didn't no. know that Top Gun reference. Yeah, they might too. Um. Anyways, yeah, perfectly hit your b hole. Um. My only recommendation is to keep it closed because I kept mine open and it was spraying me and it hurt a little bit. And I Ooh. thought that that's the way that it's supposed to do it. But also I just might have a sensitive <laughs> yeah. b-hole. I mean, you're you know? not a masochistic pooper. I, th- I think a little bit of time to kind of warm up to it and figure out your process yes. is probably a standard procedure. I think you're right. And also... Um, warm up to it and also have warm water. I think that would help too. Do you, do you think if you have a bad, are there like psychological problems from having a bad bidet experience? Like if it goes wrong, are you kind of like, like, Oh, I bet. Well, the first time I did it, the first time I used it, I cranked it all the way up to a high (laughs) level and it was jarring. It was, why, was, why did you feel compelled to start at a high level? Like, well, not- it, it was one of those things to where like I kept messing with it and being like, it's not because I just hooked it up and you have to like undo pipes and stuff yeah, and all yeah. this craziness <laughs> and it wasn't working. So I, honestly, I don't know why. I don't know why I just didn't start low, yeah. but I went all the way and, it, and I screamed. It was, it, <laughs> it, was, was intense. it was intense. It oh felt like somebody took a super soaker and like did it as oh. pumped it as hard as they could. You know. Ouch. <laughs> All right, that's the bidet talk. That's um, great. That's Tuck, great. Have you ever uh, pooped your pants on stage? Uh that has not happened yet. Yeah. I, yeah. So here's a what if. It's like the it's the biggest gig you've ever done. Mm-hmm. You're you're actually playing with John Mayer. Okay. 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 He's called you on stage. You're going to do uh, your song. What was it? Edge of Desire. Mm-hmm. You and John Mayer duet. Tucker Richmond. He saw our cover. John Mayer. He sees it. He invites you on stage. You have uncontrollable <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> oh, okay? my God. Yeah. Middle of the song. Do you leave the stage to relieve yourself to save face? I think, or do you just let it go? What 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 happens in this scenario? Tucker, I, I don't Tucker know if Richmond. I've ever experienced that, so I, it's like hard to imagine what that would feel like. I feel like I would do everything in my power to not think about it. No, no. The, o- the option compose. is you. Go, the option <laughs> you literally is, can't. You cannot. You, I mean, everyone's had the panic poo before. Yeah. If you, know if what you cannot. If you literally can't control it, no. like you're you're it unable, unable, I would leave. I would definitely leave. You would stage. leave, really? Yes, I would. I, because I, I would be like a braver. You. I would just send a look, like, "Hey, man, you're <laughs> never gonna believe this, but I cannot be here right now." Because the idea of that just happening, I don't think mentally I would be able to oh. hold it together. I think I would. It would just be so mortifying that. I wouldn't. I would never be able to, to like, actually me perform. Like you would, you would cherish the one minute that you did play with them, and but that you didn't poop your pants. You know what, man? I don't know. That is a very complex. That sounds very emotionally complex. <laughs> what would you do, Chase? Uh, same thing. Same speaking thing. of a person who has pooped their pants on stage, you pooped your pants oh on stage. God. Yeah, please. <laughs> please adore. I uh, didn't know this could actually happen. Adorn us with this story, please. <laughs> 
Um, I didn't I, know this is possible. So the story, well, first of all, to answer your question, I would in a heartbeat, I poop my pants and playing the drums with John Mayer. Okay, cool. Um, the first time, um, I have pooped my pants multiple times, but the time I did it on stage and the first time, so I never played anywhere else. And then somebody asked me and my mom, who also was the worship singer at uh, my grandfather's church, asked both of us to fill in for him. <clears throat> okay. So me and my mom go to this church down in McDonough. And uh, I mean, it was this uh, tiny church, but I was like terrified to play anywhere else. On the way there, my stomach is like grumbling like crazy just from nerves. <clears throat> wow. And that was the whole time. And uh, uh, we're going through practice. I'm playing. And of course, I just think that I have a simple little fart. So I just lift up and fart. And then it just opens happened. up. It just opens up. And I'm wearing like church clothes, <laughs> like tie, slacks. And I knew immediately that I just pooped myself and there was no going back. <laughs> and... <laughs> And keep in mind that I'm nervous already. Like, I'm already terrified to be there. That's that's rough. And then I just poop. Legitimately rough. I just poop. It's like bridesmaids. You just went. Yeah. Yeah. And and the whole time I was like, I was playing, I'm like halfway through the practice. I'm like, am I even, are people going to start smelling it? And (laughs) am I just rubbing it in the, the seat that I'm in? You know? You're like grinding it in. Yeah. So anyways, right after practice is done, get up immediately, just waddle to the bathroom. Uh, what you got to do, just in case you ever poop your pants, take off your underwear. They're done. Throw them in the trash. Gone. No longer. Wipe up as much as you can. Throw on your slacks commando. And then what I did is I went to a CVS and I just started driving. And I was like, mom, I need the keys. I need to go. And she was like, <laughs> practice. Well, the service starts in like 20 minutes. And I was like, give me the keys. I got to go. <laughs> and then I just went to CVS. Uh, mom, I <laughs> and I grabbed baby wipes, deodorant, anything that would make me smell good. Yeah. And I was just wiping everything down there. Yeah. And then I rushed back with like five minutes to spare, played the uh, gig. Crushed it. And uh, yeah. How does it feel to play commando? Is that like an invigorating experience? Um, not after you poop your pants. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's go into our segment of actual music talk, where we actually talk about music. Oh, okay. Um, so Jared, you had some good ideas as far as what we could t- discuss. You know, March, April, May of last year, people are just trying to figure it out, like you're yeah. saying, right? Yeah. Hey, let me try some new things. Mm-hmm. But now we're almost. 12, 12 months in to this whole thing. Yeah. So, and this is an off the cuff question, maybe for both of y'all is how do you see that COVID has changed the game? Yeah. What, what types of trends do you think we'll see yeah. as it relates to music, music creation, online, social media, that kind of things. What do you think? Uh, what, how do you think that's going to um, yeah. change the game? I mean, I'll let you talk on this too, Chase, but I mean, I definitely think like, yeah, the realization of like, what can be done online has been like heightened for sure. You know, you see lots of artists like doing shows online and stuff like that. So I think that is probably, I feel like it's, it's likely going to continue. Like a lot more stuff is going to happen online. And I think, you know, recording session work and stuff like that is only going to become more and more online, you know? So for me, I feel like I've been trying to open my mind to working more on that type of stuff, as opposed to just being an occasional thing. I feel like I'm le- wanting to lean into doing a lot more of that. I don't. I don't know if we really do know what 
it'll look like. I think we'll go back to the way it was eventually. Um, but with that being said, I think that everybody's attention, even without this COVID thing, was going towards our your online presence. And I think that's just going to increase. So I think that it's smart to get out there and uh, put yourself out there because that's where people's attention is right now. Yeah. So I, I think it's kind of a no-brainer to put yourself out there and, and do it in a healthy way too, yeah. though, because it can be, it can be very unhealthy if you yeah. don't use it in the, in the proper way. Yeah. That's know? something I'm trying to figure out. Cause I guess I'm intrigued by guys like actually I can't, Jared, tell me the guy's name, Serbin. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, starts with a G Serbin. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways though, like I was talking to a buddy, he's like, this guy's the top mixer in the world. Yeah. And um, I'm like, okay, well, I want to see what, what his content looks like or whatever. I go to it and it's just, he's got like, you know, a, he doesn't he have like a billion followers and he's, it's just discography basically like huge he, records. He, he's he mixes on. for Max Martin. So if, basically if you think Ma- anything that Max Martin has done, the guys mixed yeah. his records. Mm. But what Max I found Martin is like the number one producer of like all time. Yeah. Basically. What I found gotcha. interesting though, is that he apparently he's never done a tutorial. Um, my buddy was telling me. So basically it sounds to me like this guy is very focused on his work and not very focused on being an influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's quote unquote the top mixer in the world, according to my buddy who's a mixer. And I found that interesting because I feel like I'm at this point of like, yeah, we all see social media people who are influencing things and have a lot of eyeballs on their content or whatever. But I just, I don't know. I just wonder, I'm like, yeah, it's definitely not going anywhere, but is it like the answer for everyone? Like sure. get a lot of get a lot of people watching you, be putting stuff out every day. I'm just like, I guess that's something I'm kind of like personally yeah. battling with. Like I feel like I gravitate towards more doing the work and just letting it speak for itself, I guess. You know what I mean? I, I but, do know what you mean. But then, yeah, so that's something. There, Obviously, there's a lot of people like yourself, mm-hmm. lots of cool people doing really cool stuff, and they're sharing that art, yep. you know, with with the world through social media, which is a cool thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm stuck in the middle of those mindsets right now, trying to figure out, you know, what's a, a fit yeah. for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, touched I, on a good point there, which is like, are you addicted to the, the, the passion of the project? Or are you addicted to the notoriety? And right. I'm saying that more in a, like, um, I'm, I'm breaking it down in a way that's most people are like, well, I want to be good at what I do. But the reality is like in this whole social media age, the, wanting fame and fortune and all that kind of stuff is I think maybe sometimes we get those confused or the the line is blurred a little bit where you would be more addicted to like people talking about you and mm-hmm. what you're doing than you're actually being like, well, I don't care what people think about me. I'm just going to do my work with conviction enough uh, so that people want to work with mm-hmm. me, right? Like I'm going to stay in my own lane and do my thing. And that's probably what, I mean, I don't know the guy personally, but yeah. he's probably like that, which is like, I just want to be like the best mix engineer in the world and people either like what I do or don't, but that doesn't right. change what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's like, like at the, at the end of the day, is that actually enough? Like, obviously I'm sure he's probably a cool guy. I would imagine. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He, he does his work. He, you know, whatever. I don't know the guy, but I, but I just wonder, I'm like, is it enough to, for yeah. that guy to live out his dream, I guess, to just, do it. I guess it depends on what your work is. You Maybe, know what I mean? but like, would you argue like like our favorite guitar players? Mm-hmm. Do you think they just sit there and go, like, 
I mean, yeah, that's cool that people are watching me on social media, but I just like playing guitar, mm-hmm. right? Like the really good guys, the yeah, guys yeah. that are top of their craft. Yeah. Like they're going to wake up and they're not waking up to practice so that people will look at them on social media. Exactly. They're waking up and practicing because they're like, I want to learn guitar yeah. Yeah. more than I learned yesterday. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think like depending on what your motivation is, like if you're, you're going to grow a lot more if your motivation is growth than – then if your motivation is like, I'm, I don't know. It's so tough to talk about. Cause I, I don't want to like dog on, you know, anyone who is working at like building their thing, building a following or whatever, you know, but yep. it's just interesting, I guess, you know, as, as a musician, cause I found myself feeling like, you know, at, at different times, like I need to, I need to put a video out, you know? And then I'm like, well, what can I put a video out that is interesting to people? And then I'm like, oh, well, I ju- I'm thinking just about, you know, like what will be interesting to people more than maybe in that moment, what's really interesting to me and what do I want to get better at and work on? You know what I mean? So that's yeah. a balancing that I think is is kind of where it's at. I think this conversation is really making me think about myself. And I'm like, what is my goal <clears throat> of doing this podcast slash cover thing? Uh-huh. Am I doing it for the notoriety? Am I doing it because I want to perfect my craft and get better at drums, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it though. And and all I know is that I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now. You yeah. know, I'm enjoying doing this podcast, sitting here with you guys and talking about it. This feels good. And the drum cover thing though, is like before this, I was struggling to, to really push myself and practice. And, and I think a positive for me is, Doing these covers, I am trying to pick songs that, you know, uh, are, uh, I I guess it's, I am pushing myself to like get Edge of Desire really good. You know what I mean? After playing that for two and a half hours, I actually feel like I could groove that, that beat harder now or, you know, it it comes a little easier. So in that way, it's pushing me to get better at the covers, editing them. Anyways, it, yeah, it's yeah. it's. I guess I'm just trying to look at it as like a balance of, yeah, improving uh, my drum skills as where as well as getting some notoriety. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think that's a cool thing about it is that it's kind of like accountability when you have like you know like something you're trying to stick to as far as like this project. Mm-hmm. In order to stick to it, you have to put the work in to you know <clears throat> to make the content. Yeah, come into and, existence. So and, that's like accountability for yourself. Yeah, and I don't know if I would be putting in even the same amount of work into the drums if I didn't set this up. If that makes sense, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, and, and people may need social media to be their accountability. Sure. Right. Which is like you have a like people are waiting on me to deliver <laughs> yeah. content. Right. Yeah. It can be a good thing, but I think at the end of the day is like evaluating that to say like I mean. Am I actually passionate about this? Yes. Or am I f- falsifying or or at least putting them out of order? It's not to say that you aren't passionate about mm-hmm. drums and covers mm-hmm. and learning at your craft. It's just that you're prioritizing um, the social media dopamine hit. Yes. Yeah. Before the other. You know? Yes. So interesting question. Feel like that. I feel like. Anyone could sit and chat about this topic for a long time because oh, yeah. it's for like. Sure. No. All right. So. Deep Dark Secrets. Okay. So um, I'm going to hit you all with a, a light Deep Dark Secret today. And it's not really a secret because if you knew me from K 
kindergarten to 10th grade, you knew that I was the notorious fart king in school. <laughs> and I would, it, it is crazy because I kind of forgot that I identified with farting mm. um, back then. But I straight up would rip giant farts with no hesitation, no guilt, no shame. No remorse. <laughs> and in in the middle of class, as the teacher was tar- talking in these like plastic chairs and just go, just and like, let it go. And people knew me as that guy. So they would just be like, Chase. And then some people would laugh, but I would think it was the funniest thing in the world. That's just pretty to see awesome. People's that's pretty awesome that you just had like no shame. Like, it was weird though. You're thinking, just like trolling your class I by know. farting. It's great. But thinking back now, I don't know what changed. But I would have so much shame doing that, and you know, yeah, there was a conviction point somewhere where you, where you thought I. I think I moved schools, and then like junior year, I was like, oh, I have to cut that out. Like I can't just (laughs) (laughs) junior year. That's that's pretty old to to get to that level. Yeah, I thought you were talking about like I was uh, like sixth grade stopping it, but all the way until tenth grade, baby, like eleventh grader, fart king up until tenth grade, and then I retired in in eleventh. But uh, yeah, I was just ripping farts. That's that's my uh, that was your thing. Okay. Claim to okay. fame. That's my light dark secret. I got man. I got kind of a light one too. I, I'm kind of glad you went this route because mine's kind of along this route. I actually cannot burp. Do you find that odd? Yes. So you literally cannot I, burp. I do not know how. Not only do I not know how to conjure a burp, yeah, but I don't find that I ever really burp even like uncontrollably. Really, regardless of soda or anything wow. that might anything carbonated i don't really understand why but i you know i've asked people how do you burp i try it yeah. and it just doesn't happen <laughs> whatever i do I, uh, you know like oh no yeah. do the swallow some air and then you'll burp no that never it doesn't, it never doesn't work for me i've just kind of accepted that wow. it's not gonna happen so i could never belch like i can't do the <gasps> the I only time i mean that. i would say a few times a year. I mean, maybe like every couple months, I'll accidentally go like, eh. and that's that's it. the extent of it. But you've never done like a, whoa, like I, a not that I remember burp. ever. Whoa, never that you, I remember. Uh, I have no do memory. Do you ever get like indigestion or anything? Like eating spicy food or whatever? Yeah, I mean, I might have like a cramp going on or something but like you, that. You can get a hiccup, but just not a burp. Yeah, oh yeah, hiccups for sure. For but sure, no burp. Yeah, is Jared it, is like the source of all knowledge. I feel like I need to like. Send Jared on a little research mission for me. Like J- Jared, explain to me why can't I burp? He'll just give him like half an hour. He'll come back. <laughs> I figured it out, bro. Here we go. Well, well Tucker, the, the source of your creativity is your, <laughs> is your hair and the fact that you can't belch. Yeah. So that's that's mine. You know. Wow. Take it or My leave. mind is blown. I I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Chase was of- giving me a look like. Really? <laughs> like it? I like mean, he wouldn't serve you believe It's impressive. It's strange. Yeah, it is very strange. So on that note, you know, on your relating to your secret, how I it is a method that has to occur because gas does somehow have to be. Yeah, you know, I try to be. I try to be discreet, but you know. So, oh, so you're saying you you are secretly the fart king? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You yeah. might have to ask my Learning wife, I champ. guess. Um, or my family, but I, I I wouldn't say it's like a constant thing for me. But so, are, do you try and be polite with your farts around? Yeah, your definitely, family? definitely like okay, a SBD kind yeah. of guy. You know, like silent, 
Yeah. Oh, silent but deadly. Okay, yeah, I was yeah, about yeah. to ask you to are, explain. Are you an apologizer though, or are you like a no? Not if an you apolog- know it's gonna if you know it's about to hit a room, you don't be like sorry yeah. guys. I think I think I've definitely kind of embraced it. Like you know, I try to not be in like a horrible setting for it. But yeah, yeah. if 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 it, I do that and I know it's in a room and I'm with people, I will just I will act like it's somebody else. I'll be like. Who was that? Oh, you're that guy, man. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're the blamer. Yeah. I like yeah. it, dude. Hey, um, also, we have construction outside. Oh, so okay. if you hear something, that's what that is. Oh, Guys, is the, mic, is the mic still following? I'm really worrying here. Mm, it's okay. Kind of, it's, okay. All right. Maybe. We got to wrap this up soon. All good. All right. Questions from Instagram. While you're doing that. All right. First question. At Chloe underscore Benoe asks... What is your favorite Capri Sun flavor? Capri Sun. Uh, it's been a while. Is there huh? like a? Uh, mm. Do they have one? I mean, I remember like mixed berry or something. Just mixed. There's oh only my. one flavor, as far as I'm concerned. What Pacific Cooler? Oh, uh, there you go. There you is go. See, I never would have remembered that, but when you uh, say I it, I think it has like the Surfer on the front or something like that. Is that kind of like a fruit punch one? Yes. Yeah. But it's, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Pacific Cooler. That's it. That's I it. Mean, That's what I was getting at. I'm like, but I don't know. I, I never would have remembered. We'll Jared, accept, source of all. We'll info. accept any answer here on the podcast. It's true. But, it, but you're wrong. It's not Pacific <laughs> Cooler. Just straight Pacific up. Cooler. Thank you, Chloe. Mm-hmm. Tyler Clark Jr. asked. Tyler. Yes, Tyler. Love Tyler. Love you, buddy. He says, how do you approach effects and tone? Mm. Oh. Um, wow, Tyler. <laughs> but Tyler, by the way, I will return your HX Stomp power supply. I still have it. <laughs> I told him I was going to give it back in two weeks. It's definitely been like two, like a month and a half, yeah. I would say. Yes. I'm going to return it soon. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like for me, um, little shout out, Alex Nifong, another phenomenal Atlanta guitarist. Uh, I feel like I started thinking about it when I was actually listening to him play. I uh, I would just notice his sound and stuff, and it, it something about it was different to me, and uh, and uh, and I started wanting to like figure out how to do that myself. So I started by just copying everything that he did. Yeah, literally, I'd figure out what pedals he had. I would do the exact same things on every song, the exact same. And then from doing that a while, a while you start having ideas like, oh, well, what if I tried this or that? So I started uh, I started messing around with that, and I feel like at some point I kind of realized, like for me, I was like, I want to have. I don't know. I want to have a like a, a sound. I guess that sounds very kind of focused on the actual guitar. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like I want it to always for. I guess I don't know. I guess I might do something. but I always wanted it to be kind of focused on the instrument, like the guitar, and then find ways to just kind of enhance that. I guess I kind of copied um, like the symbols that I got. I would just cop- I looked up what Steve Jordan or uh, I think it was Steve Jordan that played on the trio. Uh, live album uh-huh. looked up what symbols he had and i just got those you know uh-huh. yep um n.k.dss he's the guy that i don't even know who that is does anybody know who what instagram handle is honestly uh, whoever that is that's a dumb instagram name. <laughs> <laughs> you need to change that junk right Jeez, now bro, I'm coming out with it all right um okay so he asked what you use in your hair we already asked that question thank got you n.k.dss Thanks, man. Uh, Miles Chatham asked the uh, 250. Okay. So, Tuck, let's get you out of here. Um, You're good. You're good. Do you have any advice for aspiring musicians or producers or anybody in the music game? Yes. Uh, I 
thought a little bit about this one because I'm like, advice. I don't know. I'm like, I need someone to give me advice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think something that has been big for me like over the past few years is actually, let's see how I can put this, basically like think about doing your best. Think about excellence. Don't think about perfection. And that was something that really plagued me like early on getting started with music is I had this idea in my head that amazing musicians are perfect musicians. You know what I mean? Like you, mm. you can watch them on TV or something and they, they sound incredible. And in my mind, for some reason I thought about it as perfect for a while. Like that was the word that came to, to mind. Yeah. So like I was in a band right out of high school and we would practice two days a week. And it was funny. Like we made a record, we made a full length record, but it was like, we kind of had this group goal of just being like, we just need to sound as perfect as yeah. we can. And we got pretty good, but we're all, you know, anyways, that kind of played me for a while. And then at some point I realized like, oh, you know, you botched something really bad live and you just, you're crushed, right? Because mm-hmm. you're like, I am not perfect. And so then at some point I, I realized like, okay, you know, you're never, you're not a perfect human being. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no art is perfect like that. Um, That's true. And, and it's kind of a, I think I would say figure out, you know, figure out how to get in that zone where you feel like you're giving it everything you got. You know what I mean? And and you're trying to 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 just do your best. You know what I mean? And you're trying to be great for mm-hmm. who you are. You know what I mean? And and that's the goal every time. You know what I mean? And, I love uh, that. Not not like I need to not miss a note because if you're so worried about missing a note, you're holding yourself back. You know what I mean? You're not going to get into that that expressive mode, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, of just doing what you do. So I love that. Yeah. I, it's not perfection. You know, I struggle with that as well. So that's, that's great advice. Yeah, and man. yeah, that's the way I'm looking at this podcast and these covers. I know that the covers I release, there's always one thing that I'm like, I hear it every time I'm like, I didn't freaking <laughs> nail that, but right. it's just one of those things to where it's like, I tried my best, got to get it out there. I'll exactly. do better next time. Yeah. It's, and it's it, more about, it's kind of more about quality in that sense. Like just do it's, it, keep well, doing, yeah, keep working, keep creating, in, in, you know, in my own way, I'm trying to be excellent, but I know it's not perfect, yeah. but I'm really trying to be excellent. And I know if I keep putting in reps, it'll just get better and better and more near my idea of perfect. If exactly. that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Because if I just focus on it, trying to be perfect, I'm not going to put out anything. Right. I'm not even going <laughs> to be trying. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, you won't, I think you won't really have the confidence, I guess, to, uh, to, to just do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. yeah, you, you kind of know, you'll know like, Oh, well it won't be perfect. So yes. then if you stop there, you won't, you won't get it done. That's you know true. what I mean? That's and true. I feel like people are really inspired about, chase doing the podcast and doing a drum cover you know what i mean putting it out there for people and yeah and i think that's what you know that's what counts you know i agree yeah um okay tuck where can uh people find you you want to plug anything yeah no i won't really plug anything i'm on instagram and uh youtube um not doing a lot right now but i might mess around that more this year i guess what's that uh what's that instagram handle tucker.richmond and, uh, and I'm on TikTok as well. I thought Ooh. about trying that out. I think I got like a hundred followers. Wow! Hey. No, I'm just. Kidding. Are you doing? I'm not, but I haven't put anything on there in a while, so I don't know. Are I'm, you doing I'm, cute dances and stuff? No, not that. Uh, I thought I teach a, a good bit of guitar, so I thought about kind of trying to do more helpful instructional type of stuff on there. You know, because yep. it's kind of a thing. 
But uh, I don't know. I'm not doing much right now in the social media world. I've been trying to focus more on just kind of clearing my head and just doing the work. You know what I mean? I love it. But that might change. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, Tuck, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure, Chase. Jared, as well. The mic is Thank you for sitting in. Jared is, and Tuck would agree that it's crazy that Jared's sitting here with us because I mean we should feel honored that freaking Jared is here, oh, hush. sitting as a, as a uh, you know uh, just sitting in on this podcast. But Jared is a a well of knowledge and an amazing musician, a well of skill, and producer, talent. and audio engineer. Thank so you. it's an honor to have you here, Jared. You You're Jared a great friend. Is- great jared's a great friend great in all senses of the word talk you're a great friend thank you guys for being here yeah man love a you pleasure. guys i appreciate pleasure. it lots of fun friends in low places friends in low places <laughs> <laughs> okay killer <laughs>